You are now tuned in to I Am with Kirk Ray Smith. What you see is what you get. I keep it a buck. Keep it 100 any day. That's a must. I am who I am. Make no apologies about it. I'm real. You ain't never got to doubt it. What you see is what you get. I keep it a buck. Keep it 100 any day. That's a must. I am who I am. Make no apologies about it. I'm real. You ain't never got to doubt it. Can't worry about the hate. They ain't up for debate. Cause I love myself too much to be fake. I will represent the truth until I'm blue in the face. Got my eyes on the prize, trying to keep up the pace. Got a lot on my mind, trying to let it be known. I like to shoot it straight, a word that I own. But I don't empty a clip, instead I empty my dome. If we wanna see change, then it starts in the home. Cause what you see is what you get. I keep it a buck, keep it 100 any day. That's a must. I am who I am. Make no apologies about it. I'm real, you ain't never gotta doubt it. What you see is what you get. I keep it a buck, keep it 100 any day. That's a must. I am who I am. Make no apologies about it. I'm real, you ain't never gotta doubt it. good everybody it's your boy kirk ray smith y'all know what it is uh i am actually uh simulcasting a little bit uh for uh my i am with kirk ray smith uh podcast um you can find it on apple spotify i think google podcast basically any any uh podcast platform you can uh, locate i am with kirk ray smith uh podcast I think it's probably on 30 different platforms uh, at this point. Uh, but at any rate, uh, also I'm a, you know, every now and then I'll, I'll simulcast on a, a IG Live, which I'm doing today uh, for this particular episode. Uh, so IG, uh, you guys um, may not hear all of the intro uh, music and different things like that uh, because of uh, copyright issues. The same thing you would hear on the podcast. Um, so so you just hear me. <laughs> uh, but anyway, any rate, what's up, everybody? Everybody's doing, doing well. It's your boy, Kirk Ray Smith. Y'all know what it is. Uh, we're just going to get right to it. And just before I start uh, into the podcast, I think I got a very interesting topic. So if you guys are out there on IG Live, make sure uh, you invite others to join. And you can find me at Kirk Ray Smith uh, right here on uh, Instagram. And you can also follow me on Twitter uh, at, at the same handle, Kirk Ray Smith. So, um, you know, um, you know, I try to be as uh, clear and concise as I possibly can. Um, I don't do uh, podcasts or any uh, video or, or, or live or post anything uh, for clout, fame or recognition. I do it because I feel like I have something important to say, uh, like millions of other people. I feel like I have a message uh, that can be um, 
that folks can benefit from. Um, I think uh, some of the things uh, that I have to share uh, are relevant. Uh, although everything is not relevant to every person, uh, I believe that some some of what I share is rel- relative to at least one person. So, or relevant, I should say, to at least uh, one person. And my whole thing is, although it's a, it sounds like a cliche and even an old adage, uh, but again, if one person uh, can be impacted in a positive way uh, by some information that I've shared, then uh, so be it, man. Mission accomplished. The job is done. Um, but let's get to it. Let's just get right to it. So I want to talk about uh, relationships, um, but the way I want to talk about them is um Many people are in uh, relationships um, that are either, I should say a lot of us are who are in relationships that are either, um, you know, about a to-do list and others are in relationships that uh, are about a to-feel list, F-E-E-L, to-feel list, Uh, to-do list or a to-feel list. Um, And... The sad part about a to-do list relationship is you're checking boxes. It's about activities. It's about uh, doing what's uh, acceptable, uh, what's pleasing, and what's okay for another person or other persons. You, The relationship is all about uh, a transaction. It's all about um, doing what you're told. Uh, and uh, making sure whatever you do uh, is within the parameters uh, set forth uh, by this other person and and you got to please them and make them happy and, and all of that. And I get it. You know, healthy relationships are filled with folks trying to, to work on making each other happy, which that in and of itself, I think, is uh, uh, a futile effort uh, to make another person happy. Uh, happiness is... Uh, a personal responsibility. Your happiness is up to you. You decide, you find what makes you happy. Uh, You find your own happiness. Uh, While other people can make you happy at times, true happiness comes from within and not from an external force. There's no person that can truly make you happy or give you happiness, although they can make you happy at times. But happiness is something that must be pursued uh, by you, by us as individuals, and not so much looking for another person to provide that for us. But what happens in these to-do list type relationships, you're just uh, going through the motions and you're uh, basically following directions. Uh, and it doesn't matter how you feel. Uh, the bottom line is you, you are responsible for A, B, C, and D. And anytime you deviate, Uh, from that list, then it becomes problematic uh, for this other person. And I would say uh, as a guy um, and witnessing how many guys are, boyfriends, husbands, whatever, many of us have gotten it wrong. Uh, You're trying to dominate another human being. You're trying to uh, control them. Uh, You know, some institutions uh, even teach that men are supposed to dominate and they're the final authority and whatever you know they say goes and 
and you have to do what uh, makes them happy and submit to them and, and be docile and obedient and all of this stuff. And uh, a lot of guys have brought into that and, and, and brought into it and, and, and really like that type of teaching where it makes them look like the dominant force and uh, they're the one uh, to be pleased and they can do pretty much whatever they choose. Uh, but the woman better not ever uh, step outside the bounds or the boundaries of her responsibilities as the weaker vessel, as the, the one that should be submitting. Um, and, and and many guys love that, as I mentioned, and you live out that way. And you try, So it's, it's about control. It's about dominance and dominating another human being. Um, and uh, I don't believe uh, no person uh, was placed on this earth, no human being uh, uh, was created to be controlled by another human. Uh, I don't think uh, human beings should control other human beings, period. Um, and male or female, you don't have the right to control another person. But a lot of us have abdicated uh, our position. Uh, we've abdicated control over our own lives and given it over to another person. And that's just the way it is, right? And many of us are taught that and that's how it is. And you get married and you stay married forever and you do what you're told and uh, follow directions. And it doesn't matter how you feel at any time. This is the rules and this is part of the to-do list. You know, if you're a woman, you have children and you know, take care of children and, and do what the man tells you. And, um, you know, he can go out and do whatever he chooses to do. And he's allowed to do that, you know, whether sleep around or whatever, because he's a man. Um, but a woman shouldn't even think about uh, being with another man other than her husband or boyfriend or whatever. If she does, then she's awful. Uh, you know, uh, there's stories in the Bible about, you know, women being stoned to death, you know, if they were unfaithful or, or whatever the case may be. Uh, uh, but God seemed to get this pass. And this is uh, true. This has been true throughout history. Uh, and not just in Western culture, but cultures all across the world that uh, we've been convinced to believe this is how things are supposed to be. Um, and in many of our traditions, um, you know, you're programmed and you and you follow directions uh, and you and, and, and again, how you feel is irrelevant. It's a to do situation. But what happens uh, more often than we realize, more often than we're willing to admit, most people in those situations are unhappy. They're not happy. You know, they'll go through the motions and do whatever it is they have to do. They'll uh, check the list. They'll follow directions. They'll do what they're told. They're, you know, uh, have the kids go to work, come home, uh, home by six, uh, have dinner on or, or do whatever. They'll follow this 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 list, uh, the to do list. You know, the guy, you know, if the, if the guy's in the to do situation, he'll he'll go do it, go to work, do whatever he has to do, cut the grass, whatever, whatever it is, he's going to follow his list. And, and that's how it is. And and how you feel, again, does not matter. But what ends up happening is you have a lot of depressed people, a lot of frustrated people, a lot of people who are hurting, uh, but they can't express that because it would be considered unruly. Uh, in some cases, depending on what your beliefs are, unholy, ungodly, uh, and, 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 and not allowed. Uh, so you have to do what you have to do because that's how it is, but it does not change how you feel. You're hurting. No matter how much activity you engage in, no matter uh, how well you perform on the to-do list, um, 
you have no shot um, um, uh, at ever being able to focus on how you feel. And it's very, very sad. And you have a lot of people who are just unhappy, unfulfilled. As a result, stressed out. As a result, unhealthy. As a result, disease uh, sets in. As a result, uh, uh, we die way too young, too early. And if we don't physically die, we die emotionally. Our dreams die. Our hopes die. Our energy dies. And we put all of our focus and energy into uh, handling this or making good on this to-do list without any regard for how we feel. Now, relationships that are about uh, to feel list, F-E-E-L, to feel list, are far different. Because in that situation, you are allowed to do what makes you happy. Uh, We underrate the power and the benefit of happiness. Not being happy every day, but happiness. Meaning, this is more of a core, intangible state of being. It's a consistent daily position that you stay in. Although your emotions may ebb and flow that particular day, that particular week, but your your happiness is intact. Meaning, you recognized you are aware of your own happy. And as I mentioned, your happiness cannot be uh, put on or made to be the responsibility of any other human being. No other person should uh, be responsible for your happiness. That's on you. It's not up to a spouse or a significant other. Happiness is on you. And so what we have to do is understand that we got to figure out what makes us happy individually. Find out those things, discover those things, and then walk in those things. And take the responsibility of your happiness away from other people. Because people... If we let other people decide what happiness is for us, then they're going to try to design, construct, and deliver our happiness based on how they feel and based on what they think, although we may feel or think differently. But they may say, well, your happiness is this, Kirk. So I'm going to give you these rules, and you're going to follow these rules, and you're gonna go by what I tell you to go by. You're gonna you're gonna get in line and align yourself with these rules because these are rules that you must follow. Because I have determined this is what will make you happy, Kirk. How miserable of a life would that be? That somebody else is picking and deciding what your happy is. Because 99.9% of the time, whatever they decide is not about you, but it's about them. So your happiness is limited to making sure they maintain their happiness or, or if they have insecurities or whatever it is, they want to manage you to control you so you can fit this narrative 
that works for them. And then how many times do we follow this stuff because this is what we were taught. This is how they said we were supposed to do this or do that. This is what they told me. This is what the, the pastor said or the preacher or I read some book and it told me this or, you know, this is what my mom told me. My dad told me. This is what they told me in school. Society, whatever it is, decided for me. This is what I'm supposed to do. That's a to-do list type of life. But to feel is different because to feel, you can actually achieve fulfillment. You're never going to be fulfilled by activities. You know, you can have all the sex you want. You can party all the time, do whatever you want, take vacations and trips 300 out of 365 days of the year. Activities, have 10 kids if you want. Activities is never the solution for true happiness, not activities. Not following the script or this program that was laid out for you. Everybody with money doesn't own, you know, a million dollar home. Everyone that can afford a million dollar home doesn't have one. Because for them, that's not the key to their happiness, their true happy, right? So it's, it's relative to the person every single time. So happiness is not, my happiness isn't your happiness. Whatever your happiness is, your happiness is not mine or another person. That's yours. You own that. And if you, when you discovered that and it can evolve, it can be fluid, right? People change. Then walk in that. Celebrate that without uh, approval or apology. Like once you discover what that is for you, that's for you. And anybody around you who truly cares for you will give you that space and allow you to do what you need to do to achieve happiness for you. Now, if I don't agree with that and I don't like you're happy, then it's not on you to decide what to do. It's on me to decide what to do or how I'm going to respond to you're happy. So one of the, the challenges with discovering and walking in your own happiness is you may suffer loss. You may very well lose people who uh, were once close to you. Uh, you may very well lose people who you were with, spouse, significant other, whatever, friends, whatever it is. You may lose these people because you've chosen your happiness over them, essentially. And that goes back to uh, putting yourself first. It's the most beautifully selfish thing you can do is put yourself first. Love yourself, right? Part of that loving yourself is discovering you're happy and embracing it and being willing to accept the fact that there's a very good chance that your happiness is going to cost you some relationships. And I challenge people who say, well, I don't want to take that risk. Well, what's more risky? You 
pursuing learning who you are, learning how to love and put yourself first, uh, learning to meet yourself, right? And to find your own happy and to move from a to-do list to a to-feel list, to, to experience true fulfillment. And although you may lose people as a result of this, is that more risky than staying the way that you are and being unhappy and being depressed and being sad, full of voids, unfulfilled, not liking uh, who you are in the mirror, hating your thoughts, hating your body, feeling less than, feeling insignificant. You see where I'm going? See, is that better or safer than the former? And so I challenge you to think about living based on a to-feel list and moving away from a to-do list. Because a to-do list is just checking boxes and staying busy and doing a bunch of activities. And in many cases, these activities don't provide fulfillment and you don't have real happiness. Yes, a person can make you happy momentarily, occasionally. But happiness was never intended, intended to be gained from another person because humans cannot uh, help you sustain your happy. Humans cannot make you happy all the time. We can't do that. And it shouldn't be on us to decide uh, what your happy is or when your happy happens. It shouldn't be up to us. That should not be up to us. That's your choice. You decide that. You embrace that. And the sooner you find that out and you understand it in life, the better your life is going to be. You ever wonder how people can be married 20 years and 30 years and get divorces? 40 years, get divorces. Well, in many cases, although the former divorce may have taken, you know, X number of years to come to fruition, they've been divorced a lot longer than that. There's no document. Most marriages and relationships end long before they ever end. And we hold on to people because we've been made to believe that I'm supposed to be with this person no matter what and, and stay around these people no matter what, even if it kills me. It's idiotic. It's idiotic. You know, but we have been made to believe that, that you, 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 you know, people stay on jobs too long, you know, because they're worried, they're, they're afraid that if they, if they step away, they won't be able to make the money they're making or whatever the case may be. So they just stay around and take it. And, and really out of place all these years. Uh, it's, it's countless cases and situations which are happening now that many of us are in that we're unhappy. We're not happy because it's, it's a to-do list. And all you're doing is just busy doing activities that you were told you were supposed to do and you just follow directions um, and you hope to get a pat on the back, an boy, and I, less, I guess live a quiet, happy life. I don't know. But you know you're not happy. 
and then this is why you get these influencers and, and, and some of these these men, these women on social media that's giving counseling and advice and everybody's following these people and and they're only looking uh, for something that appeals to their ears, uh, something that supports their agenda. So they get behind these people uh, because they're speaking their language. And that's the thing that, uh, you know, they want to hear. And then they want other people to, to get in that. See, my job, I ain't trying to convert you. I'm not trying to get you to believe anything. You know, uh, I'm not even trying to increase uh, followers on social media or even uh, for my podcast. I don't make any money doing any of this, number one. But I'm more interested in, and I don't I don't need clout. I, don't, I have no interest in that stuff. I, I'm, I have a message, and my message is, is, is simple. You know, that, you know, we have, it's imperative that you learn how to love and value yourself. And understand what it is that brings you fulfillment and joy. And I also know this. People who truly love you and care for you, they want that for you. They want you to be happy and fulfilled. They want you to be satisfied, safe, and, and healthy, and successful. They want that. You know, who, who truly love you because it's okay if you achieve those things without their involvement. It's okay that you can be happy and, and know what it feels like and, and, and love yourself, right? Because this is what I know to be true. People who truly love you, they want you to love yourself. People who truly care about you, they want you to like who you are. They, they want you to take care of yourself. They want you, again, uh, to be successful. People who truly care about you, that's what they want. Right, and the ones that that really care more about how you are than who you are, uh, only want you to be happy as long as it fit their narrative, their expectations, their comfort zones, and uh, does not challenge their insecurity. And what I know about bullies and, and people who uh, try to dominate and control other people is that they're insecure. They're afraid of something. So they try to dominate you because they're afraid. They are afraid of something. Now, what that is, I don't know, but they're scared of something. And so they figure if I can dominate you and I can control you and I can manipulate you, guilt trip you, I'll scare you, uh, speak, you know, people think, because I don't believe in this speaking stuff into existence, uh, uh, but they want to speak certain things into existence and although they may not be uh, actually on their knees praying that bad things happen to you they're certainly hoping for it uh, they may not have a voodoo doll you know of you and, and, and jabbing you with a, with needles uh, but they are but they're definitely jabbing you with needles <laughs> you know what I mean uh, in terms of their thoughts and, and what their hopes and dreams are for you because the last thing uh, people who who only care about who you are, I mean, who only care about how you are and not who you are, the last thing they want to see is you successful and at peace and doing well without them, without their control, without their dominance. And this happens in marriages way too often. And we get married and we have this belief 
because someone told us that this is how it's supposed to be. We have this belief that this person we're looking at is going to be the same forever. People change, man. They evolve. Especially folks who get married very young. You, you, you grow up. And sometimes you recognize that although you may truly love that person, you know, that you can grow uh, beyond a person. You can certainly, uh, in, in other words, the only thing that's permanent as far as I know that you can't get out of in this life is being a parent. You know, if you have children, you have children. You can't, they're your children. Everything else can expire. Everything. Everything else can have an end date. Uh, I don't think God is is ready to strike you down and consider you wicked and put you in hell because something ended. You know, that's not how it goes, but we live our lives in fear. Uh, we're scared. Um, and we live uh, in unhappy situations, whatever they may be, again, relationships, jobs, whatever. Uh, you know, relationships with family members, whomever, people we've known since we were children, Whatever the case may be, the list goes on and on. And we're unhappy. But we stick around because this is what we were taught. This is what we think we're supposed to to do. And again, you know, you really have to look at this. You know, do you live uh, uh, based on a to-do list? Or do you live based on a to-feel list? And if you focus more on the things that make you feel good, make you feel fulfilled, make you feel purposeful, that gives you energy, gives you life, you know, and, and here's a way you can tell what those things are. Like here are some indicators. When it when you think about it, you sort of leap, you know, you get this excitement or you get this almost like this electricity, this electric current that runs through your body. Uh, maybe butterflies, uh, maybe, you know, it's this anticipation, it's this excitement, you, you know, you light up, you know, those things are usually what you should be engaged in. If you're around people that can get you going and, and you really love their company and they're not uh, Debbie Downers, Dexter Downers, they're not dragging you down there. They're really, you know, those are the type of people that you should be around, man. You know, when you think about activities and you know, what's those things that get you excited? Like, man, you, you, man, you would jump out of bed in a heartbeat. Man, if you could afford it, you, you would do it for free. You know what I mean? Like, those are types of things that you should be engaged in. And relationships that you can feel that. You know, but that stuff that's dragging you down, weighing you down and, and, and you know, giving you headaches and backaches and stuff. And see, all those things are just indicators of stress. Uh, stress is a silent, uh, a very silent uh, killer. You know, stress is deadly. And it, it silently does things to us. And every now and then our bodies sort of give us a hint that stress is, is, is set in. You know, get headaches, neck aches, back aches, whatever. You know, it, it'll stress to start letting us know it's around. And that leads to a plethora 
could lead to a plethora of health issues. It has led to a many, many health issues for lots of people. And it's stressful to live against who you really want to be. It's stressful to uh, act like someone uh, that you're not. It's stressful to suppress uh, who you really want to be, uh, what you really want to do. It's, it's very, very stressful to go uh, through uh, the motions. It's, it's stressful to continue to delay your gratification, to uh, put yourself on hold. It's stressful to ignore who you really uh, truly are. Uh, that's that, Those things are very, very stressful. It's stressful to follow someone else's program and not create your own program. It's stressful to follow these institutions who uh, teach you about uh, being subjugated and submissive docile and, and turning in the keys uh, to your life. It's, it's, it's stressful uh, to be in a work environment, uh, doing things that you know you have no business doing uh, that doesn't fit who you are and not one iota. Uh, it's stressful. That's why arranged marriages in certain parts of the world uh, where that's that's culture, that's a value, or that that's a cultural norm. Uh, they don't last. They're not happy. Uh, you know, uh, you should be able to choose uh, what direction you want to go in. And that's your choice and your choice uh, alone. Uh, you should have a right uh, to discover uh, what makes you happy at that moment. Uh, and you should be able to do those things freely. Um, you know, if you like chocolate ice cream and, and you don't have any allergies and, uh, and it's, it's good to go, then eat chocolate ice cream. Uh, don't let anybody tell you you can't have chocolate ice cream. You know what I mean? If that's what you want to do, then, then do it. Uh, and, I, and I know I'm being a little uh, uh, silly here, but it's, but the reality is, is that, you know, uh, although this, this seems like a very simple, simple, simple topic, it's difficult for a lot of people. Uh, and as I, as I wrap up this podcast, um, you know, I just want to encourage you, you know, uh, be you, do you, um, and see what you come up with. And I'm almost uh, willing to guarantee uh, that your life will be far more fulfilling. Uh, you'll be a lot happier. And sometimes it's painful on the front end, uh, but I'm confident that it'll be, uh, feel a lot better on the back end, uh, you know, and, and so, and, and, and one other thing that the challenge is, is that you're never going to achieve true happiness. You're never going to achieve a uh, true success until you do something that scares you to death. And when you do that, uh, you truly know, you truly know the feeling because once you face fear and you, and you, and you overcome fear, uh, then, then fear uh, actually becomes an asset. You actually use fear to fuel, to fuel you uh, to do things you, you wouldn't do otherwise. And you can use fear to your advantage. And it can become a, a good thing and not a bad thing because, again, you learned how to use it uh, uh, to your uh, advantage. Um, so at any rate, I'll get more into those things on a future podcast. But this has been uh, the I Am with Kirk Ray Smith podcast uh wherever you uh, 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 uh get your podcast you'll find this podcast trust me we're on every major podcast platform is growing daily um would encourage you uh, to follow uh the podcast uh that way that the more followers then that increases the reach uh, of the podcast uh, organically um and, and of course i'm on ig uh, instagram at uh, i am 
uh, Kirk Ray Smith or Kirk Ray Smith. Um, you'll see me right there, uh, set up and ready to go. Um, and then you can also follow me on Twitter, uh, same handle, Kirk Ray Smith. Um, and YouTube uh, uh, channel is I am uh, Kirk Ray Smith. Working on those followers, we got to get those numbers up on the subscribers, subscribers up on YouTube as well. Um, because if we can get those subscribers up, that, that'll put me in a position to do more live um, broadcasts on YouTube. And, and I think YouTube has a, a minimum. You have to have a certain number of subscribers in order to do lives. I think they require like a thousand uh, subscribers. I don't have quite a thousand just yet. Uh, but certainly if you can jump on YouTube, uh, subscribe to me there. And then there's a bunch of videos there for you to check out as well. You know, there's some longer videos and then there's some shorter sort of vignettes. Uh, but with that... I appreciate everybody. Um, and uh, listen, forget about a to-do list and, and look at that to-feel list. I'm out. One. What you see is what you get. I keep it a buck. Keep it 100 any day. That's a must. I am who I am. Make no apologies about it. I'm real. You ain't never gotta doubt it. What you see is what you get. I keep it a buck. Keep it 100 any day. That's a must. I am who I am. Make no apologies about it. I'm real. You ain't never gotta doubt it. Can't worry about the hate. They ain't up for debate. Cause I love myself too much to be fake. I will represent the truth until I'm blue in the face. Got my eyes on the prize, trying to keep up the pace. Got a lot on my mind, time to let it be known. I like to shoot it straight, a word that I own. But I don't empty a clip, instead I empty my dome. If we wanna see change, then it starts in the home. Cause what you see is what you get. I keep it a buck, keep it 100 any day. That's a must. I am who I am. Make no apologies about it. I'm real, you ain't never gotta doubt it. What you see is what you get. I keep it a buck. Keep it 100 any day, that's a must, I am who I am Make no apologies about it, I'm real, you ain't never gotta doubt it Tuned in to I am with Kirk Ray Smith. What you see is what you get. I keep it a buck. Keep it 100 any day. That's a must. I am who I am. Make no apologies about it. I'm real. You ain't never gotta doubt it. What you see is what you get. I keep it a buck. Keep it 100 any day. That's a must. I am who I am. Make no apologies about it. I'm real. You ain't never gotta doubt it. Can't worry about the hate. They ain't up for debate. 
Cause I love myself too much to be fake I will represent the truth until I'm blue in the face Got my eyes on the prize, trying to keep up the pace Got a lot on my mind, time to let it be known I like to shoot it straight, ain't word that I own But I don't empty a clip, instead I empty my dome If we wanna see change, then it starts in the home Cause what you see is what you get, I keep it a buck Keep it 100 any day, that's a must, I am who I am Make no apologies about it, I'm real, you ain't never gotta doubt it What you see is what you get, I keep it a buck Keep it 100 any day, that's a must, I am who I am Make no apologies about it, I'm real, you ain't never gotta doubt it What's good, everybody? It's, it's your boy, Kirk Ray Smith. Y'all know what it is. That's right. The I Am with Kirk Ray Smith podcast. I'm ready to get it. Uh, man, it's been incredible. We're at the end uh, of uh, 2021. And I, I read somewhere where someone said that um, 2021 was going 90 miles an hour in a 35-mile-hour zone. Uh, it went by that quick. And, man, that, that ain't true. Uh, but we're excited to be here. Uh, I am with Kirk Ray Smith Podcast. You can always, again, wherever you find podcasts, you can find our podcast, whether it's Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all your major platforms, you can find I am with Kirk Ray Smith Podcast. Listen, look us up, you know, like it, follow it, give me like five stars. That helps me. That helps get traction for the podcast and get it out there. Uh, the more listeners, the better. You can always find me on YouTube at I am Kirk Ray Smith on my YouTube channel. Need to get those subscribers up, so please help me out there. And also on Facebook, you can find me at Kirk Smith Unlimited and then Kirk Ray Smith Book Arthur. Like those pages, like, 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 share, share, share. Uh, so again, the more followers, the more listeners, uh, the better uh, for the podcast uh, overall. So I'm pumped up. Uh, you can al- always, again, if you're looking for some some cool, casual, or not so casual gear, you can always uh, go to One Apparel. And so that's uh, just look us up. You can find us right there on our. Um, our mobile store, uh, it's right there online. So you, anything you need, boom, Nike, Adidas, doesn't matter. Again, one apparel, look for us. Uh, we got it, and it's one-apparel.equit.com, uh, dot, uh, E-C-W-I-D, dot com, E-C-W-I-D.com. And whatever you need is right there. We got it. Uh, great prices and all types of specials always happen year-round. Uh, and also, if you want to check out a couple of my books, you can go to Amazon and you can put in Kirk Ray Smith. And my books will pop up, available on paperback, and also uh, you can get them electronically. So, again, man, just trying to make it happen. You know how it is. Got to keep those fires burning, you know, uh, and you got to move. You got to move, man. I always believe in, you know, I always say that, um, you know, uh, two incomes is okay. Uh, Three incomes are good. Four incomes are ideal. But but one income is unacceptable. I don't care if you make an extra $100 a month. You need to get, be getting paid by more than one source. That's an important thing. So anyway, we got to get into it, man. We got to make this happen, man. We got to get the podcast rolling. 
I'm, I'm excited. You know, this is a, a, a very special episode, episode 11, we out here. Um, you know, and man, you know, this topic and those who have listened to me, been around me, read me, uh, some of the pieces I've written, you know, uh, this is a very important topic to me. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, submission. We're going to talk about submitting to the law of submission, I would call it. I think some, some, uh, submitting and telling people to submit and women to submit to men is all alive. We're going to get into all that a little bit later. So I have a special guest, someone that I've known, man, for, oh, my God, probably 20 years. Um, and she has two. She has a superpower. So one of her superpowers is she's uh, beautiful. So she never changed. She just looks just as pretty as she did the first day I met her. Uh, that's one thing. And then she has a weakness, and that's that she's a, a Florida Gator graduate, uh, University UF graduate. That's one of her weaknesses. And, and I mean, and, and so I have none other than Nikki Martin. But Nikki, I got to say, you know, don't take it personal. And again, I've known you for a long time. And I mean, you're probably like the smartest person I ever met that went to UF because most of those people are dumb. Wow. So I don't know any of my gators out there. No way. (laughs) I never met a smart person with the U.S. But I found out last year, uh, 2021, I should say, they started teaching math at that college. So I thought that was incredible, Mm. man. That's an incredible feat. That's interesting that I took calculus and actually had to drop it. Oh, yeah, calculus? Wow. Okay, that's amazing. Mm. Um, So so I have Nikki Martin here. So Nikki, listen, Nikki is a a beast, y'all. I'm going to tell you something, man. Professional, educated, skillful, successful. I mean, look, across the board, uh, she is just a quintessential example of strength, uh, endurance, uh, might. I mean, just just a black girl magic all day. Um, and so I'm glad that for you to be here, Nikki. What's up? How you doing? What's going on in your world right now? Well, thank you so much. I mean, black girl magic all day. I appreciate that. Uh, well, I'm, I'm out here doing what I need to do, trying to make sure I'm, I'm getting better every day. Mm-hmm. Um, raising making, those two girls. Raising these two children. They're so one, beautiful. One, one is not so much a child, though. She's 19 Oh, now, yeah. Right? She's 19 now, and she's definitely finding her own way, even though I might not agree right? with some That's, of those that was ways. was very, very eloquent of you. You put it nice and professional. <laughs> I can be very political when I yeah, want to yeah. be. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but I'm um, just going to work every day. I work for uh, county government right mm-hmm. now um, mm-hmm. in administration. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to be out of the front mm-hmm. line of youth development, which yeah, has been my yeah. entire career. Yep. Um, yep. Now I'm at a position where I could do things at a level to create some of these 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 activities that the front line is doing. Mm-hmm. That And being from the front line myself, I think oh, yeah. I have a greater well, capacity to really direct things in the right direction. Yeah. That's good, man. Well, sounds like you're doing, doing well. You look good, like I said, you know. Um, and um, I'm going to try to figure out what you're taking because I want to know what your secret is. You, you're doing something. And um, I don't even know if it's legal, but whatever it is, I'm going to find out. You know, I you got know, my source. And you know I'm a hater. <laughs> and I'm a, y'all got to know I'm a natural hater. I just I just hate on you. you know? <laughs> like for no reason, just hate on you. You even do that. You no impact on me whatsoever. I'm just a hater. What can I say? Um, but yeah, so, you know, we, we got this, you know, I don't know. It's it's. I feel like... Like right now, and I really want to have a really good conversation with you. And one thing I've always enjoyed uh, about you is we've always had like good conversation. You're a very good conversationalist, <laughs> great listener, but very deep in your thoughts. And and so why not share it with the world? You know, somebody that let them get a little little taste of what I've been uh, familiar with for so many years. But you know, I, we live in like a time where um, people are um, they're just 
I think there's a lot of negativity. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. You know, one thing I said about social media and yeah. all these digital platforms, everybody has a podcast, and which I think is great. <laughs> um, but, you know, the good news is that we have access. You know, you can hear what the world thinks. Right. And people can express themselves uh, openly, mm-hmm. unapologetically, and in, and in many cases without limitations, mm-hmm. although we got this cancel culture going on. But, but you can, and I like that the bad news is, is the same because right. you hear some things you might not want to hear and your life is okay until you heard about this Correct. or you looked at a person a certain way and then you kind of seen what they was really about after seeing how they might be behaving on social media or whatever right but but the bottom line is i think this time though a lot of things are getting exposed i think people are uh waking up yes i think people are becoming a lot more cognizant of things that they may not have known before the digital age, before social media, right. and all these different uh, platforms that's available just to the average person like me, average person like you, mm-hmm. all these platforms are available. So it's really not exclusive to people with uh, wealth or celebrity, right. and which I think is great. I think that we all should have access to these types of things to express ourselves. Yes. So I think what's happening is along those lines, there's a lot of uh, societal norms a lot of uh, teachings, whether it be religious mm-hmm. or otherwise, philosophically, culturally, that are being challenged. Um, and that people can no longer get away with not being forthright, not telling us the truth. Right. It's okay now to question things, whereas in the past you were afraid to, because this person had a title or a position. Correct. And somehow if I question them, I'm being you know bad standing with God mm-hmm. or whatever. Yep. But now, so I like that, that you can't just get away with just selling me a bag of goods. Correct. And, you know, a lot like, for example, I know in black communities and, and I know uh, coming up the way that I did was a lot of secrets within families. And, you know, we're actually siblings, but we think we're cousins. And, Correct. <laughs> you know, all those different things that, you know, you just don't talk about it with taboo. Yes. Um, and I think a lot of those things are being uprooted and challenged. I think it's great because it's, it's healthier, I think, for, for our people. So one thing I want to talk about, and, and this is a big topic, is submission. Like I mentioned at the start of the podcast, mm-hmm. is just like give me your your initial thoughts. Like so, when you hear the word submission mm-hmm. or submit, what what comes to mind for you? Uh, honestly, the church. That's one of the first things that come to mind because that's one of the first times I really heard that word. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 submitting to the will of someone else mm-hmm. by choice. You know, or saying okay. that this is something that a person should do, uh, especially in the confines of marriage and things of that nature. It's or it's leadership in the church. Um, that was the first time I really heard that word and, and hearing it, and I guess feeling obligated to to, to carry it out. Mm. So yeah, so it's almost like so submission is basically you surrender mm-hmm. whatever your will to somebody else's or whatever the case may be, uh, and that and yeah, and that's pretty consistent when people talk about it now for me to the way i see submission is that the only time you should first of all you shouldn't submit to a human i think the only time you submit is when you turn in a paper or you surrender an object um, i don't believe in submitting to humans mm-hmm. now i do believe in making adjustments i do believe in compromises and right. you know to make relationships work and yes. everything like that but i don't know if that's submission mm-hmm. submission is, is too much of surrendering for me it's too much giving up of self it's too much too much of that and I think that can be very, very dangerous. So you talk, you mentioned religion. So like, for example, you know, me, it's no secret, you know, uh, I've been engaged, you know, I got engaged with the church in the early 90s and, mm-hmm. 
and, and you know, served in every position you can imagine in churches and all the theological training and all this other stuff. And, and, and it wasn't until about 12 years ago um, that I started um, to really kind of come out of this programmed, if you will, uh, lifestyle mm-hmm. when it came to walking with God. Like, I can't say, wait a minute, something's wrong here. So submission is a thing <laughs> where it talks about, for example, women and, again, society mm-hmm. teaches and, like, how I think society sometimes kind of constructs our views. So, like, we let society dictate to us how things are supposed to be and then we don't question it. So one of the things that you hear prevalent is women should submit to men, right? That yes. a woman should submit to a man. So whether that's in a religious setting or just a regular domestic situation, mm-hmm. you have to do what your man tells you to do. At the end of the day, he's the final authority. He's the head of the home and all this other stuff. Yes. You know, and two heads is a monster and blah, blah, blah. So I question that though, Mickey, um, because I believe that the teaching of submission at its core, and again, submission in, uh, in terms of women submitting to men Mm-hmm. I think it's ill. It's an ill intent. I think it is ill intended. I think it is a trick to subjugate women uh, to mitigate and protect men from their insecurities. Yeah. So if I can control you, then mm-hmm. I'm not worried about you stepping out on me. I'm not worried about you getting strength or validation from any source other than me. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. And that's exactly what it is. It's just a form of power and control. And talking about how society dictates things, it's another thing where there are certain constructs that never change throughout time. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. you know, before women didn't have certain rights and Mm -hmm. marriage was a construct that, you know, was to protect the woman in case a man left with all of his, everything he brought into the relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, So Mm -hmm. with that regard, Things are different now. Mm. But that whole submission, that construct itself has never changed. So why hasn't that been challenged after all these things? Or women are, mm. are working out of the mm. home and they're doing, they're the main mm. breadwinner, all this kind of stuff. So as it relates to how that is an entity that hasn't changed throughout time. And, mm. and I like what you said about how we have access to to expressing things and exposing things um, because that's a real big part of the submission process is that this woman who is, is in who's being dictated to, mm-hmm. she has feelings, mm-hmm. she has thoughts, mm-hmm. she's smart, uh, she takes care of the home, she takes care of these children, she raises mm-hmm. these children. Uh, so it's just so many different aspects where submission has this hold on a person. And even for myself, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm a smart woman. Mm-hmm. I feel like, right, you right. know, and, and I've been through domestic violence trainings mm-hmm. throughout my career, mm-hmm. how to how to see it, how, how to, how to help others through it. Mm-hmm. And some of the children and some of the trauma that they experienced from it. And for the longest time, until the day that I decided to leave my mm-hmm. marriage, mm-hmm. I questioned, mm-hmm. was I in a domestic violence mm-hmm. situation? Mm-hmm. Well, let me, well, let me, let's, let's stay on that for a minute. If you don't mind. So like some of your own experiences and, and it's one thing, like when you talk about this subject and I know, again, we're talking about submission, but there's a lot of damage that can be done oh, as a result of this this, this belief mm-hmm. or teaching. So like like some of your own experiences, like I know when you speak, 
because uh, like a lot of times you can share things. Like I share things that's anecdotal. So mm-hmm. I, I read about it. You know, someone <laughs> who's been through it told me about it. Right. You know, I, I, you know, but I, it's anecdotal. I never really been through it. But then okay. there's empirical things where it's existential, where you you actually went through it. So you're talking about stuff that's not simply anecdotal. Correct. This is stuff that's empirical, that's extens- existential that you dealt with. Yes. So talk to me a little bit about that, like some of your experiences and how did you, like, what kept you from realizing you were in an abusive situation? Like, what what was it that, what kind of, like, uh, blind spot mm-hmm. did you have that you didn't even recognize you were going through that? Right. What kept you from... And honestly... <laughs> It was the the traditional teachings of the church. I, I mean, I wish it was another way to say it, but religion itself was such a, something that I felt that I had to live up to. It was this standard that was put out mm-hmm. that was said, okay, as a woman, you're supposed to submit to your husband. As a woman, you're supposed to do this and do that and do this. And it was all something that was, like you said, the final authority was him. Now, he could have been a root poop. Right. He could have been somebody who didn't pay his bills, didn't treat a person right, didn't take care of any of his responsibilities, but yet I had to submit to him. Right. Um, Mm. So, those are some things Uh, that... Let let me... So, let me... (laughs) So, I want y'all to hear this now. You know, those looking to the podcast, forgive me for all the uh, ice sounds, because I'm sitting here, like, drinking soda, (laughs) pomegranate 7-Up. Okay, that's it. (laughs) Just soda. And I'm thirsty, all right? So, I'm sorry about the ice sounds. But anyway, I digress. But let's let's stay with that. Okay. So you'd saying that your teaching was you're supposed to submit to this man no matter what. So without without I mean just I mean just no accountability seems like. It seems like and that that's the way I took it. And I'm I my personality is such that I follow rules. Mm. I felt like I I'm this person that I do what I'm told when I'm told to do it, how I'm told to do it. And so for my personality it fit well for Okay, so you so you had the right type. Okay, man, this is powerful. Cause, <laughs> no, this is good. And y'all have to know, like, my podcast, they're never scripted. So y'all, everybody knows that there's no... So this is powerful, though. Because I just want to let it... Just let the, the, the spirit, the universe, like, let it... Lead, let God, everybody... Just lead where we're going to go. So this is so good. So you had the right type of personality. Mm-hmm. Mental makeup, yes. if you will. Uh-huh. Right? To be the ideal... As in ideal as it is, how terrible as it is, sheep <laughs> to be treated that way. Yeah. You were you were like the man. How many women though? You think right now? Oh my gosh! Now I do know one out of one out of three women will deal with some type of domestic violence situation during their lifetime. We I know that to be right. true. Right. And I also know domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Doesn't always start as black and blue, like physical, physical, so it's no. verbal is manipulation, yeah. right? Emotional, emotional, mm-hmm. verbal. So, man, so you were like the right person for somebody to treat that way, right? Man, very, very naive, very, you know, I want to do things the right way. So, mm. you go into this environment where religion is being taught taught to you as a certain way. So, why not go with it, you know? And over time. Like I said, at the only to the minute that I could not sleep after the last incident that I went through with mm-hmm. my partner, mm. I really couldn't sleep. And you know, he was sleeping like a baby, might I add. Right. Um, right, so right, right. I Imagine was that. tossing and turning, a tossing mm. and turning out of fear, out of actual pain. Mm. But I had to look up on my phone and say, hey, is, is domestic violence something that can happen in a marriage? Wow. 
man, like that. Did you, what, what did you just say? You just said can that domestic can violence a domestic violence in, in a, mar- a marriage. Is it, is it even possible to be in a domestic violence situation in a marriage? Wow. And it is. Wow. And the, the, but you the, had to look that up. I, I looked it up that night with my back, you know, all, all this pain that I was going on, all this oh turmoil. God, should man. I leave or should I That's not? incredible. And a secular website, because mm-hmm. I, I did several, you know, I like yeah. to research. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so secular website. Well, you didn't research very well because you're on my podcast. You ain't creep this podcast. Right. But Christian, <laughs> Christian biblical uh, websites, alike with the secular websites, if we want to call it that, mm. said the same thing. No, it's wrong. It's wrong. Mm. Okay, it's wrong. Okay. But why did I look up on the websites that mm. this was wrong mm. and hadn't heard it through the church. years of church? Yep. Matter of fact, I'm, I remember a time that we supposed to have had counseling. And a pastor looked me in my face, and I do have a strange, a strange relationship with the church as a result. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I said, you know what, this isn't working. My face was definitely apparently bruised. Mm. And he looked me in my face, he said, Well, if you leave, you're probably never gonna come back. And I said, What's wrong with that? <laughs> and he, he basically was telling me I should not leave, even though he looked me in my bruised face mm-hmm. and saw what was gaping to me at that mm-hmm. moment. And I was like, how could you be a person who represents this God of love, mm-hmm. God of concern, all these great things that I, I remember reading in scriptures about how great mm-hmm. God is. And you're telling me in my face and you're seeing the actual evidence mm-hmm. that something's off here. And you're saying, oh, you shouldn't leave. Mm-hmm. That's that was straw that broke the camel's back. And, and and the thing with and you were you were with this person for a long time and, and very young, and all that. And, and there's so many women, you know, listen to me right now who who got married very young, mm-hmm. so either right out of high school, right out of college, or whatever. And that, and they with, they're with this person that's all that they know or knew, and 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 that and a lot of times with, with guys they they control you and they know that. The naivete, they know mm-hmm. that you were young. And, and so for a lot of women, their whole world, the balance of who they are is through the lens of this other person. So they can really do no wrong because you don't know what right is. Does that make sense? Because you haven't been exposed to anything else. So I'm not against getting married young. However, there are a lot of things you're going to miss. Yes. And there's going to be a lot of missteps and a lot of misinformation that you don't have the capacity or the, the mental inventory to question. Correct. Right? You don't have nothing to, to dig into your bag, not deep enough to question what he just said because you don't have a, a reference other than him. So for you for domestic violence, mm-hmm. and I'll call you a survivor, not a, not a victim, it, did it start off physical or did it, what was oh, those no. indicators? What was those, how did you, oh, what were um, some of those well, early signs? <laughs> those early signs. Um, this is how I usually sum it up when it comes to the whole point of domestic violence is to establish power and control over someone else. Mm-hmm. So right. for the instance that for the situation that I was in, um, if I was following the rules, being a good wife, being mm-hmm. a good woman, everything was pretty smooth. But when I start to assert myself, it was like, wait a minute, you're starting to to mess up what we have here. Wow. And so, so that, there, ooh, it, so you started getting a voice. Yes. So then the, the verbal <laughs> wow. and, and, and emotional manipulation wow. and the and the gaslighting wow. and all that kind of stuff happens. Yeah, now if man. I, I hope y'all went past that. So let me let me let me get let me, I want cuz I, I like to hold these thoughts. And the thing is the great thing about my podcast, 
I only have like a few advertisers, <laughs> so it, we ain't got to take a whole lot of breaks to pay the bills because you know this is like so independent. Okay. So we can like stop. Like hold up, we ain't got to we ain't got to stop to pay no bills. Okay. We got like an introduction and like a couple of advertisers and the outro is incredible. <laughs> but anyway, and you don't hear all that because it's like programming the podcast. But anyway, so you said that when you begin to emerge mm-hmm. and exert some level of independent thinking, yes. It became a problem. It became wow. A problem. I would tell it, man. That, but that, it's, that's it's that's so now. powerful though. But that, that part because it's a it's because you know you heard like like in, 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 in some cultures they have this thing called machismo. You mm. familiar with oh, that? Oh yeah, yes. So that machismo, you know, the male is dominant and the women mm-hmm. women you listen to men. Women <laughs> sit down. Women wear this. Women wear lipstick. Don't wear lipstick. You're hair right. short. Hair long. Don't take a shower. You can take a shower. You can like this person's picture on. Facebook, you can be friends with this person, you can't be friends with that person. You can go here, go there, and be home by five. You know, like, hey, did you, you got, oh my God, you got, you got a new bra? Oh my God, what are you buying new bras for without me? I didn't give you permission. Oh, my, oh, those are, oh, those new panties. Oh my God, you, oh my God, you're supposed to keep the same panties for a whole year. Anyway, what I'm saying is, so, but the problem is, though, it seems when women do what you just said, because mm-hmm. it's a lot of women got to hear what you just said, because I don't know if they caught that. Right. It started to turn. When you did what again? I began to assert myself. Mm. So that was the first level. So it Man, goes in levels incredible. now, right? Yeah. So at first, okay, if, okay. If, if, if emotional abuse will work, mental abuse will work, if all those things that are non-physical works, mm. then it may not ever get to physical. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold <laughs> on, y'all. Hey, I, I had to step back on this. Wait a minute. Hold on. Did y'all hear what she just said? Audience. Man, y'all got to... play. Rewind, play this over and over, share it with somebody. She just said it's level. She said if if the emotional, you said so if the emotional is working, uh-huh. and what else? The mental. If the mental is financial. working, financial, economic, mm-hmm. if all that's working, it may never get physical. Correct. Come on, keep going, keep going. <laughs> I'm sorry. This this is good. I'm, I'm gonna give me something else to drink. Go ahead, keep talking, keep talking. I'm listening. So as those levels progress, it's like once a person gets to a certain point, um, they may not have to. So in my case, and this is just my observation from my personal experience, but this is what I saw. And I can only see this hindsight now. I didn't see this while I was in it. Um, So the times that it did get physical, and I have to thank God I never ended up in the hospital or anything like that. Um, But the times that it did get physical, I was at my height of assertion. Ooh. I was beginning to challenge certain Ooh, things that like, were being like said growing. to me wow. or uh, something I didn't agree with. And I, I vehemently opposed it. Wow, and it was man. like, you know what? I'm not going to sit up here. This is wrong. This, you know, whatever the situation, whatever argument was about. Um, and I would say the final thing that I really began to see that I questioned something, an uh, insecurity of my partner at that time. And I think, it's something snapped in his brain and he was just like, wait a minute, you calling me out to the core. Wow. And that's, that's to me, that's how I feel physical comes up because no other method so now, is working. So the, the emotion wasn't working, ne- economic wasn't working, the mental wasn't working, all these were failing. So the, the last straw, the last thing he has left is his, is his physical, physical dominance. dominance yes. And man, listen, if y'all... Have, have never done any real research on domestic violence. What she just shared is fundamentally, 
fundamentally, when you talk about abuse, because we always think, oh, man, domestic violence, somebody getting beat up. No, man, this stuff started a long time ago in levels mm -hmm. that led to it. And that's why ladies in particular, not that men aren't domestic abused because they are. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. Correct. But you have to see these indicators. When you start, see that control, it's all about control and dominance, right? Okay, all right, man, that was deep. All right, I got to keep going though. Okay, that that was, man, that was, yo, that was a damn, that was a damn, man, that was almost a, that was a lecture. That was a dissertation. That was a paper. That was a research. That was a, a case study, man. That was incredible. Okay, so let's talk about the submission thing some more. Okay. All right. Because I really want to, and I'm very interested in a in female perspective, because I have my views, which I'm going to express, um, but I would love to hear your take on this, all right? So, all right. So, again, I think submission, to me, the whole teaching of it, any submission to any human is designed to put or keep the person in power who's creating the lesson so or the teaching. Because I always feel whoever wins the war writes the history. Mm -hmm. So whatever the whoever the dominant whatever the dominant culture is, mm -hmm. they're going to write the history. Right. So whether that be religious books, i.e. the Bible, or or any types of uh, philosophy, whatever it is, you know, uh, American history, any yep. world history, whatever it is, yep. <laughs> whoever wins or whoever's in power, they determine the history. Right. right? That's how it's, it's been. So we just get kind of get programming to believe in that. So I think that a lot of this whole thing about again submission is set up to keep certain people in power and and we're talking about now just for the sake of this conversation men in power when it comes to women submitting to men is designed for you to kind of hold your place so here's some practical examples of what i mean okay so a lot of times you hear women you know and, and men talk about well if i'm married or relationship whatever it is and i'm a guy my wife, my girl, whatever, can't have guys for friends, you know, uh, because she's vulnerable and she's naive and she's not as smart as I am. Of course. <laughs> she's not as a, a uh, she doesn't understand the world like me because I shelter her and everything about the world she learns through me. So I'm more equipped to handle the world, more equipped than her. And she believes me. So she's afraid to have male friends because... But I can have as many female friends as I want mm -hmm. because, you know, I'm good. I'm smart. I'm not dumb as you, dumb as you are. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about men who are in a relationship having female friends or females who are in a relationship having male friends? We're well, friends. Yeah, we're friends. <laughs> uh, my mom would say what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Wow. Uh, so... If there is something, well, I take it back to, you know, there's just an inner under, underlying fear that, you know, if this woman is exposed to any other rhetoric or any other doctrine other than it'll take her, her man. It'll take her away from her. <laughs> right. Yeah. She yeah. She's not to have any outside influence on her own opinions within her own brain about mm -hmm, it because mm -hmm. that's why the sheltering is in place for that. Um, but, yeah, if people want to cheat or want to do whatever for guys and girls alike, um if people are going to do it, it's in them to do it. Um, so for a man, he's protecting his right to be able to do what he wants to do and stopping, you know, his woman or whatever from having something that she she can also enjoy and benefit from just the same. But again, mm -hmm. um, somebody who's doing that, they're trying to you know keep their position in that person's life. Um, right, right. And so, so then 
and again, and, and, and again, to each his own, because one thing I'm not, and I think I've learned this, again, probably more so over the last, you know, 10, 12 years, is, you know, people kind of have a right to do whatever they want to do. Like, like you know, your right. the choice is yours. You can, whatever Correct. path you choose, wh- mm-hmm. whoever you choose to be with, whatever that looks like. I got huge problems, again, with being uh, judgmental. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw something. And I don't know, it was, a, it was a video out a while back, and it was this pastor. And so this um, uh, gay, I was this, guy, this gay guy, he, he was in the church. And he was in the, the, uh, the, the, I don't know if it was a pew he was in, but he was like in the audience. Okay. But the pastor berated him in front of the whole church. Ooh. And he said, I told you not to come in this church again, you know, dressed like a woman or whatever, or dressed in feminine clothing or whatever he had on. And the pastor just, just dogged him, man. In public? Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. And said, I warned you. And so a lot of people are like, yeah, he right, he right. See, that's wrong. That's 100%, 1,000% wrong. Regardless of what your beliefs are, you don't do a person like that. That's a person. That's a human being. Yep. And for you to do that, and see, now, what you when you say that, see, when you do that, then he, he was charged, I probably believe in that pastor's mind. Mm-hmm. He was charged with a battery pack, believing he was doing God's work. Oh, yeah. Like, you know, people do terrible. You know, God told me to, yep. to dog this homosexual man. Right. And God is behind me, and he's going to protect me no matter what, so I can dog and degrade this person. Right. And that's okay with God, because I'm convinced. Somebody convinced me. I read something, I don't know, mm-hmm. that said that this person is worse than me. Hmm. And I said, well, wow, man. So you can do that, right? And whether you believe this person is a sinner or not is beside the point because that's wrong. Secondly, do you even know this person's story? Right. What do you know? What do you know? You know how many uh, young people mm-hmm. and young adults and, and folks I know and people I've interacted with who are homosexuals? Okay. Gay men. Mm-hmm. And how many of them were sexually abused and they were like eight and nine? I bet it's a high percentage, isn't it? By their <laughs> father or uncle mm-hmm. or somebody or mother's boyfriend or whatever it was. Right. And and you're like, wow. So none of that, like none of that. So God, so this is what you're telling us. This is what you're telling us. In this situation, I'm just saying, I'm not everybody. Right. So this is how God is, because this is how this is what they want us to believe. I'm just trying to understand. So if you know God and you just super spiritual person, give us clarity. <laughs> so God is like this. He's gonna create a human being. Because God's a creator, right? Okay. He, he created a, a boy to turn eight or nine. And then this grown man can jump on top of him and sexually assault him. Him not even recognizing what his sexuality is at that point. So you know what? I'm, I'm more comfortable, you know, loving men. Yeah. So that's my I'm going that way. Mm-hmm. So now he's 23. Got a boyfriend. I don't know, a husband, who knows? <laughs> right. So God about to put him in hell. Wow. So he gets sexually molested. And he never had a choice at that point. Nope. That's all he knew 
Now he's a homosexual and he's going to hell. Well, what kind of God is that? That's what I question. That's God? Man, that's how God operates. And then and the same God says, hey, man, this man can beat your ass. He can beat your ass, Nikki. Mm-hmm. But stay with him. Because God hates divorce. Because God hates divorce because that's, that's the worst thing in the world. If you get your ass kicked, you better not get a divorce. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and my belief is on that is that, you know, people change. Uh, I, I mean, look, I, I don't. only thing I believe is permanent is being a parent. <laughs> you ain't, marriage ain't permanent. Your, your job, your career choice ain't permanent. Damn, your hair ain't permanent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Your, your clothes ain't permanent. Shit. And in a lot of cases, your complexion ain't permanent. Look, 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 you know what I'm saying? And they even got stuff they can take Sharpies off, so they ain't permanent no more. Right. So what I'm saying, ain't nothing permanent except God himself in my mind, you know, and again, being a parent. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Who I'm saying is, is that, but they tell you that somehow this is what God wants you, and there's a lesson in it. So here's what it is. If something go bad, then God is teaching you something. Right? That's what he's teaching you something. You got to have bad things happen to you for God to teach you. Your, your life got to be terrible for God to teach you what? And then, or like this, if something good happened, right? You thank God for it. Mm-hmm. Something bad happened is your fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see? See, so it's your fault. See, this is what I'm saying. You, you, all of this, man, is mm-hmm. set up, I think, again, to keep certain people in power and other people right. subjugated. And you, I think, were an example going through everything you went through of that teaching, of that belief that somehow you're supposed to remain small and submissive and doesn't matter what happened to you and what you got to go through and you just do what you're told and, mm-hmm. and life will be grand. You know what I'm saying? But, I, but, but thank God you are who you are and you are blessed and you are strong and you are tenacious and you all of that. Now, I don't see it because you don't show it. But I know you have pain. I know you struggle. But you are this, you've always been a person that amazes me because even when you was going through a lot, I didn't even know it. Right. Because you 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 were very you presented well. I mean, you you were very you just you know you very. I mean, I, I couldn't tell. Well, and, that was part of, but that was part of it. And you, you can know? sing. <laughs> you be singing like beautifully. And I said, but I didn't know what you were singing from. Correct. That was real pain, man. You were singing from. Right. And that's and that's part of it. I mean, not only are we taught to submit, but we're taught to you know keep it in keep it keep it in the house. You know, don't don't start telling all your business. Mm-hmm. You know, so all that kind of stuff just works well together. Yeah, this is like to keep it secret, and mm-hmm. a person mm-hmm. in the so meantime powerful. is is dealing with shame, mm-hmm. made to feel guilty about everything that's going on. It's not the person who did these acts; it's the person who had these acts done to them. It's their fault. And mm-hmm. so it's so much that goes into creating this this bubble that you you make sure. I mean, and I I, do, I, I say it to this day, people are like, oh, why did you stay? And I was like, well, first I stayed because of pride. Mm. I didn't want to feel like I made a bad choice. Mm. I didn't want to feel like, you, you know. Turn around. Yeah, so I, I'm going to stick with this. I'm going to work it out. We're going to get together. He's going to change. God's going to deal with him, blah, 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 blah. All this stuff that I held on, and I, I stayed in the marriage for far too long. Yeah, it was a long time. You know, yeah. uh, because of this belief that God was going to do something. I, I yeah. had these lessons <laughs> I'm learning and, and all this kind of stuff. Way. And I, Right, and I do, you know, feel like I'm a better person. 
you know, mm-hmm. at, on the flip side of everything, because there is a lot of life that I'm able to experience mm-hmm. or a lot of life that I've lived mm-hmm. in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I think a lot of that energy, though, too, that that comes off of you and that you bring, it is in your pain. You know, like, you know, what I've been doing for years in my career and, and all the things I've been doing and. You know, obviously, I've always been about helping people and, and the communities mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Well, that that's come from hurt. Like a lot of right. what I've been able to do is is it, it hurt. It's hurt that made me pain built me. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know the, the pain general contractors built me. <laughs> you know pain, pain, and pain. Right. You know, but and, you were able to identify that in the people you were helping. Yeah. Because you you lived absolutely it. <laughs> no. I'm telling you right now, identification, understanding, mm-hmm. um, empathy. Yep. You know, all those things are critical in this type of work. Yep. When you talk about human and social uh, services without question, you know, but I'm still bothered because you do have a lot of people, you know, uh, what they call um, social media influencers, whatever you call them, mm. teaching a lot of this stuff around, you know, again, the subjugation of women. And one of the, the things that it seems to be really, really heavy these days is a lot of these folks are coming after black women, not women of color, black women. I don't know. I don't. I, for a fact, I know it's true in this country. Mm-hmm. There's no demographic treated more harshly than black women. Period. No one gets the <laughs> uh, the raw deal that y'all get. Yeah. When you look at sentencing, and uh, you know, a black woman goes to jail for several years because she voted twice or something. You know, or one lady goes to jail because she put her kid in a school outside of her normal school district. <laughs> wow. I mean. Wow. You know, stuff like that. Uh, you know, y'all die very young, by the way. You know, hypertension kills you, heart attacks and stuff like that, right? Brain aneurysms. But because you think of the stuff you go that you have to endure, you have to absorb so much, and there's no outlet for you, and that you're not allowed to be free because you're not going to get sympathy. You're not going to get um, um, the benefit of the doubt. You're supposed to be tough, supposed to be strong. Da, da, da. Black woman. We're going to judge you by your complexion. So there's women who are light who get misused by darker people or, or mistreated because they're not considered really black. Yeah. You know? Uh, then you have darker women who get mistreated because they're not light enough. Like, I mean, it go, y'all get y'all asses <laughs> kicked. You're too fat. You're too skinny. Mm-hmm. You're too this. You're too, too loud. You're too right. strong. You're too this. Oh, you're yeah. too smart. You mm-hmm. think you're better. Da-da-da. Da-da-da. Y'all get your asses kicked, man. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So salute, man, the black women, for real, for what y'all endure without without question, you know. And so, which leads me to this. So you, you talked about some of the things you've been through um, and challenges you had and how you dealt with that. So, like, what about this? And I want to get your reaction to this. That on one hand, right, you suffer. Mm-hmm. So whether that's somebody cheating on you a hundred times, because y'all go through this women, y'all just go through this stuff all the time. Just cheat on you. And then you just like, well, you know, well. Well, have a piece of man than a whole yeah. man. Right. At least I got that. Got a piece of man. <laughs> right. Right. I, I want to be with the devil I know rather than one I don't know. Whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or um, so you got to accept that. You get talked to any kind of way. Nobody wants you. You know, oh, whatever. Gosh. Uh, look at you. Um, so you suffer. But then... On the same token, you expect to be a healer. 
because they hear they talk a lot about how a woman should heal her man. Oh yes. So see, um, can you help me understand that your thoughts <laughs> on that? So one end you suffer, you endure, mm-hmm. and on the other end you have to be a healer. That that confuses me. Yeah, it, I uh, and it should be confusing because that's what it is. And so a woman in in by nature is the nurturer. You know, the one that you know a man a man want to come home and he want to come home in peace. And it's just like well. That peace has to be uh, in tandem with how this woman is treated. How, how is she being mm. built up? If she's supposed to be this 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 nurturer and everything else, help her to live fully in who she's supposed to be or who she mm. is by supporting her and not tearing down Facts. pieces of her at every go. Because you can't expect, wow. you know, and I call it a, a emotional bank account. Somebody probably had this already, but it's like if you <laughs> right. keep drawing off of this right. bank account, no deposits, no deposits, withdrawals. Yeah. So they they what are you in the black? You get in the red, and then you expect to come back mm. to the same well and say I need another withdrawal, and and then get mad at it because mm. there's nothing left, mm. and then now it's it's the, the bank's fault mm. because I'm trying to draw off of something I never deposited into. Mm-hmm. And now it's not there, and now I'm mad at it, mm-hmm. and and that and and that is confusing. So right? where's so where's the the healer? Like, have, were you ever in that situation where you expected like you're not doing your job to make me strong? Like you're not my backbone. Oh, support, Nikki. Oh you're not. You're not. I didn't you support. You ain't doing your job. You it's oh. your fault. Yeah. This this woman. Went, I went. I went and got a blow job from this person because because oh, yeah. of you. Yeah. Oh yeah. If it wasn't for you, Man. I wouldn't. If I would have. I, I would have did that. It's your problem. It's your fault. Dying for every time I've been blamed for something that had nothing to do with me. <laughs> I would be. <laughs> I would be running from with Bill Gates right now. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it's just weird how that is, and it's just like that 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 healing aspect. Oh, I cheated because you wouldn't pay attention to me, or mm. you know, these other women pay attention to me, mm. and these other women see me, then they're trying to get mm. my attention, and you don't want my attention. It's like, well, my attention is geared on taking care of this house because you can't keep a job or right. <laughs> you know, taking care of these kids. Or how about staying alive or get your damn teeth knocked out? Right. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's, there is no, no heal. It, it, you can't offer something you don't have. Right. That's and so we shouldn't be expected to point. give something that you just don't have. And again, have. that's back to your analogy about deposits and withdrawals. Mm-hmm. If it's always with take, take, take and mm-hmm. no give, 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 right. then the bank is empty. Yeah. You you in the negative right now. You overdraft. <laughs> right. And as so many of our women, I know they live in overdraft, where oh, you are man. literally in in the minus. You when you're mm-hmm. in a deficit. You 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 are in the red, and so you basically are giving these kids and this man and whomever you're giving them fumes. You're giving them you're giving them something from nothing. Right. And that only lasts so long before it takes you out. Correct. And if it don't take you out, like, and actually take your life, it's going to take you out mentally. Yes. Absolutely. It's going to mess you up emotionally. It's going to mess you up with future relationships. Yeah. And that's exactly, you know, I'm having conversations with people that I would like to get involved with. Mm-hmm. And there's certain phrases that I say or certain things that I'm very suspicious about mm-hmm. or I'm very cynical about. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. because of the, the, I don't have a whole lot of trust, you know, and faith. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can run a good man away. Wow. Because he's the like, trust well, issues. Well, how come you? I didn't do Man, you like that, y'all, so y'all why are you treating me like that? And it's just like, you know, I, I, I literally, within the last conversations that I had with somebody that I'm talking to right now, I'm like, please be patient with me. Mm-hmm. 
like they know my story. I was sharing my story with them and they were I was like, just be patient. I don't want to be like this. I don't want to be untrusting. I don't want to be cynical. I don't want to be suspicious and wondering what you know what what what's the other Right. Like well is it what form of manipulation is this? And I don't wanna be that because that steals. It steals, it steals and it continues to steal until we change our mind. How does it feel though, like on on that side of it where you're saying, Well, you know, what what form of manipulation is this? And that whole thing about when you talk about you were naive and mm-hmm. insecure and all these other things. So how often were you manipulated, though? Like, you know, those tactics, you know. Oh, oh, you know, I'm going to hurt myself. Or, mm. you know, I, I I give up on life. Or, you don't mm. love me. And, mm. and, and um, it, it worked, didn't it? It worked. And it was a tape that played almost 24 hours a day. <laughs> I mean, I, I would wonder if you so smart to keep this up. For mm. days and weeks and years, I'm sure you could apply that same energy to something positive. Mm-hmm. Well, I will tell you um, that um, you know I I am uh, uh, really like blown away by the insight that you shared today. I mean, seriously, like you really you dropped some some dimes for real. I mean, and and you know knowing you. Um, and listening to you, looking at you, man, it, it, it's in a way, I don't want this to sound weird, but it's almost refreshing because when you communicate, I hear you speaking from, again, not just a place of experience and going through it, but confident though. You don't sound, you, you sound, con- you, you, you're going through it, but you know what I'm saying? But you seem confident, like, yo, what's up? Like, I'm a down this mountain. You know what I mean? Like. For real, I ain't going back. Nope. You ain't never going back to another situation like that. But man, there's so many women, Nikki. Yeah. They don't have what you have, man. That's that's gonna hear this podcast. And it's it's really they don't have it. They 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 at home they stuck, man. And then mm-hmm. and then what's gonna happen? They gonna have these kids and they gonna get all out of shape and they ain't gonna like their bodies and they gonna mm-hmm. hate who they are and they gonna be in the shower crying and they're going to hate their hair and their, and their eyes and their nose and their lips. And, you know, like... Things they can't change. Can't change. And <laughs> they're going to be... Because cause life, man, got a way of kicking your ass, man. Yeah. That's a dark place. It's Yo, a dark place l- that life will tear you in. down. Yeah. And leave you for dead. That's... Nikki, that's how it is. If you it drop is. dead today, we're going we gonna to cry for two weeks, read your obituary and step over your damn body. Ain't nobody gonna stop, man. New love, new jobs, new careers, new friends. Man, nobody gonna stop. Mm-mm. So my question has always been, as we wrap it up, my question has always been, if what I'm saying is true, if life goes on when you leave this this, this world, if uh, people really will forget you about you, forget about you, Kids, <laughs> they forget about you while you're alive. Correct. <laughs> How much more when you're gone? Your own kids. Job, bosses, if you die, they're going to replace you. Man. You, and, and, listen, like, you got to learn how to love yourself. You got to learn how to value who you are. And learn how to make yourself number one no matter the cost, no matter the consequence, no matter who you lose or what you lose. 
as long as you don't lose yourself, if you got to gain yourself and lose everything else, then damn it, gain yourself. Please. Because if you don't do that, man, you're going to end up like so many people. Life cut short. Right. Depressed on drugs, addicts, whatever. Gave up. Sick, whatever. Because they let this life tear them apart and they never stop to love who they are and make themselves first. So you do, you do what makes you happy. You find out what you're happy. That's not defined by anybody else other than you. Do your happy. Get in your bag. And I tell you a lot too, Nikki. <laughs> Get in your bag, woman. Find it and stay there. Right, right. And if you got people that ain't willing to accept that, if they ain't, listen, if they ain't, if they got a problem with your space, then get them out your orbit. Correct. And that's what I had to do. I had and to move clean on. house. You have to clean house. You have clean to spend house. that time do for it. yourself. Do it. Do it. Kids will turn their back on They will set you up. I'm telling you. Yo, your whole life cannot be based on your children. Cannot. Please don't do that. Or somebody else, man, or some man or some woman. No, man. And just because you've been married to somebody 10 years, 20 years, whatever, that ain't no reason to stay with them. We, 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 go, we might as well stay together as we've been together. So, I mean, that's a terrible reason to stay with somebody because we've been together. Child, please. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, anyway, great, man. Nikki, thank you so much. Thank you. I'm glad you joined me, man. This is this is probably, man, I'm excited. Episode 11, man, uh, and this is at the end of 2020. I think this is the like, most appropriate podcast, I think, for, for us, man. And I'm just glad. I hope you can come back again with some more stories. Um, and I really wanted to act silly with you, but you messed me up because I had all these plans to really just like pick on you and. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> I had them all lined up, man. I had, I had like a book of jokes and. Tricks I was gonna play on you, but you messed me up, man. You 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 took this over. Thank you, and I appreciate you. So again, it's your boy Kirk Ray Smith with I Am Kirk Ray Smith podcast. Listen, yo, you have to uh, again wherever you uh, find podcasts, you can find us. Doesn't matter the platform. Follow the podcast. Give me those five stars. That's gonna help us grow our reach. You can find me on YouTube as well. A uh, bunch of videos there. Facebook Kirk Unlimited. And also Kirk uh, Ray Smith, the uh, the author, and of course my personal page, Kirk Ray Smith. But I think I'm, I might be, I can have followers, but I think I'm maxed out on friends. <coughs> and also IG, always there. Um, so again, it's been real. Uh, look forward to get with you guys next time. Got some great guests lined up. And uh, with that, hey, enjoy your life. Do you? And listen, you know I don't know that whole submission thing. Eh, that might be a lot. One.